Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Nitpicking Nitwits. I'm Mike Stein, joined as always by Mr. Dalvey, Mr. Jeffers. On this week's episode, we nitpick fake vegetarians, laundromats that sell alcohol, and a couple of pooping faux pas. Well, let's get to it. specifically talking to this person i this was just a conversation i overheard um but someone was telling their friend uh that they were really excited about lab-grown beef and stuff because they could you know be able to eat meat they'd be able to eat meat and still be a vegetarian and (laughs) i'm just not like i was just curious like what you guys think like do you get to keep using the vegetarian label if you're admittedly only eating lab-grown beef? Because it feels like a cop-out to me. Yeah, that feels like you're a vegetarian with an asterisk next to it. I was trying to think of a name to, like, proper, like some sort of pun that could properly, you know, clarify what kind of vegetarian you are, but I couldn't come up with anything. Low-hanging fruit here, but... <clears throat> <laughs> but no, Jeffries, don't you think that's like cheating? Like that's like you can't say just the fact the words that now I can eat meat even though a vegetarian came out of your mouth, like someone deserves to get slapped for saying that. Yeah, like if you were a true vegetarian you wouldn't be looking for an excuse to eat meat, would you? <laughs> like that's the whole point. You should be ashamed of yourself for even wanting to, I thought. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, if you're driving a Prius, but you just like replaced it with a regular ass engine, and like no one like knew the difference. So like, yeah, I am um, helping the environment, but like, you know, you're, you're not really. It kind of reminded me too of like the the idea of like a I forget the exact term. I think it's like a golden gay where they haven't like touched a vagina before because they were a virgin and they're born through like a C-section. I like the commitment to absolutely zero vaginas because of the C-section. <laughs> That's the only way. Otherwise, you're not a you're not a true. I think it is Golden Gay, which is a pretty solid name. I, I do respect it. Is there another variation of that where like you never actually sucked on uh, on pity, just uh, just from pumped milk and bottles? That'd be platinum gay, wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess the ultimate kind of gay would be C-section from a surrogate raised by two dads, so you'd never... Right. And uh, at some point, there will be a day when they can... Uh, like, because, you know, we already have, like, basically lab-grown babies, but it still requires an egg. But, like, if they could ever do it with just two sperm... That would be nuts. I mean, and to clarify, you know, I don't have a problem with... Being a veg like being otherwise a vegetarian who does eat lab grown meat, but like if you're trying to get like the social like benefits of calling yourself a vegetarian, like no, like you've you've lost your you've lost your claim to that. Yeah, you don't get to be high and mighty. Or I guess it'd be more like if you were gay but you still jerked off into a fleshlight fashioned after a vagina. Like is that? Mm. Well, I mean. That's where we start to split hairs here, because 
you know, there is the the gay do, or the gay version of the flashlight, which is the jack light. So if it's shaped like a, like a butt instead of a vagina, like is that still sufficient? Like, is, are you still far enough from re- removed, or is like the the whole concept like still too? It's the same thing, right? I mean, the the fate the plants are shaped like a like a burger, but I think so. I don't know. One of these days, I'll overhear someone talking about how they're a golden gay, and uh, the only meat they've eaten is lab grown, and I will just like start losing my shit in the bar or whatever, and. <laughs> God, can you imagine how high and mighty you could be if you were golden gay and you haven't even, like, touched meat before? Well, at that point, uh, uh, we, we didn't cut that. I was going to make some joke about about touching meat. Fun fact about <laughs> shitting your pants up high in the sky is uh, when people climb, like, big-ass... Like in your set, like where you're on the wall for days at a time where you have to bring the little like a portal edge to sleep on like halfway up there. Like if you're going to be up and you got to shit like you're supposed to buy these little like tube things that you haul up with you to shit in. But some people just let it fly. <laughs> and that's like a huge <laughs> thing in the climbing community is people getting mad about being like pissed on from a party way up above while they're trying to <laughs> I mean a piece of shit right to the face could send you tumbling couldn't it oh yeah God, that's a bad way to die I mean the worst part would be like you know you go tumbling you hit the like you kind of slam into the rock but you're still alive and then you get to the hospital and they're like oh well you know you would recover, but you also have dysentery from, you know, the shit that hit you in the face. <laughs> so, good luck with that one. Especially since, like, I don't know if you guys know, but it's a huge... Because, like, if you fall, your rope will catch you, ideally. So there's that. But, like, it's a big, important thing, like, to be able to make the ascent without needing to, like, without having that, like, to be able to say, like, oh, even if I had no safety gear at all, I'd still be alive because I made it bottom to top in one go like without stopping or falling and like if you get dumped on they just blew that for you (laughs) (laughs) sounds pretty freeing though like as the person like pooping Dalvi, do you do foreign people adopt white kids like how we adopt like chinese kids oh man that's an interesting one because on the one hand like i i was gonna say it's like almost you know, too easy. Like it's like, oh well, like they adopted, but oh, they adopted a, a white kid. Like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm sure they would have been fine. It's not like, you know, they came from uh, like China or something. Right. But you know, like you could never, you could never make that kind of comment because it's like, well, they still are adopting though. So like, but I would, if I had to guess, I'd say like the. There's probably no reason to. It, there's probably no prestige in going with just a, a regular ass boring white person than than there is with um, anything more exotic. I had a, a fucking in Canada. I had an am I an asshole pop up. Um, was in an Uber, and the Uber was driving pretty close to, like, a biker who was also in the street. Um, 
and the road kind of swerved to the right a little bit, like, not, like, crazily, but enough where, you know, the driver has to make, like, a slight correction to stay in the lane, and he got a little close to the biker, the biker freaks out, looks at him, like, once, looks at the driver twice, you know, with, like, an angry, like, what the fuck face, you know, puts his hand up, like, he's so offended, and the driver just, you know, kind of like, well, what do you want me to do, like, <laughs> and then the the biker hits his car with his fist, just, like, slams it, and, and then just fucking turns at the next, at the next street, and it's like, come on, man, like, like, that guy's definitely an asshole for, like, for hitting the car, right? Like, I know the car swerved kind of in his direction. Like, I'm sure that's scary, but you can't just hit the guy's car, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to side with the car driver here. Yeah, that's a bit of a dick move. It's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, neither of them were really... Like, the car still had control, and, like, a fist isn't going to do any actual damage to the car, but, like, you know, if there's not a designated, like, <clears throat> like big bike-only path, like, I'm sorry, but the cars have precedence. Like, yes, the enormous metal machines more need, like, a little bit more of the power to avoid collisions than some dude who's just trying to be... I mean, let's be honest, cyclists, like, there's a statistically good chance that he's an asshole in the first place. Right, right. So... Plus, they can maneuver around so much easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, shouldn't the bike have swerved, too, like, along, like, to compensate for the car having to swerve as well? Yeah, and I think he did, but, like, he still, like, felt the car got too close or something, like... It's kind of like what you said, Dalby, like, who's going to win that fight, too? Like, not fight, but who's going to win that crash or that like come like the car is going to win every single time and you're going to like anger the person driving it like i'm not condoning running over people or anything but like common sense it shouldn't be on us to like be nice to the bikers and like ensure at all costs that they're never inconvenienced and it should never also be have to be on a car driver for any accidents that are even if like so like if a biker caused an accident and injured got injured and it was not the car driver's fault at all but like the driver still has to live with that and that's not fair it also pisses me off like if you're on a bike and you're not gonna go as fast as the cars on that road are going just get on the sidewalk Completely agree with that. I've never understood why you would want to go in the street over the sidewalk. Like, I don't care if you say, "Oh, there's cracks in the sidewalk." There's fucking potholes in the in the yeah. street. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I mean, I don't blame the rider for getting upset, and like that would definitely be my first reaction. Like, you know, the hand and everything. If you don't have the presence of mind to, like, just let it go and try to go back to not dying on the road, like, that's where the problem comes into play. Right. And, like, I give full credit to the Uber driver for not getting angry or upset or anything about it. Like, that guy kept his cool. Like, this guy just punched his car, and this guy's (laughs) like, okay, whatever. You know, he just let it roll off of him. Never been to New York, but I know that shit wouldn't fly there. 
Oh, God, no. You punch somebody's car, you're getting a nice little love tap back. Jeffers, I, uh... I didn't know that you you guys up in old Canada were hiding, like, some of the best chip flavors. The fucking ruffles all dressed? I'm not sure what that is. I... Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking... <laughs> 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 non-Canadian Canadian. <laughs> I've been up there in a long-ass time. You're a citizen, though. Of Canada? I don't think so. I thought I, I thought as far as Canada was concerned, like, because, well, you, you know, you have to tell the United States that you're not a citizen, but Canada's yeah. like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I, just, I mean, I'm dodging the draft if it ever comes to that. Which, uh, for the sake of uh, for the sake of posterity, Jesus Christ, let's not get ourselves into into another war over there. But. It's not the topic of this podcast. No, but it's a good uh, good sentiment. Don't know if it'll change anything, but at least when we're running for president, uh, well, I mean, if we ever do run for president, like, they won't be able to dig up. I mean, there will be plenty of shit they can dig up on this podcast that will disqualify it, but they won't be able to find us saying, yes, war in Iran is good. I don't know. Jeffers, you've probably had that before. Poutine? Uh, Tim Hortons. Oh, uh, no. Jeez Louise. <laughs> All right, we're 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 starting to go fund me from the listeners to send Jeffers ass to Canada. <laughs> we could make, like, a documentary about, like, a boy finding his lost home. I did see something across the pond that I thought was a really genius idea. It was a laundromat that was also a bar. Wow. So, yeah, I I was like, you know, it's probably not as easy to do here because everywhere, almost everywhere has, you know, like, everyone, even in a small apartment, generally has their own laundry. But I was just amazed at, like, the the simplicity of it. No better way to spend just two hours that you were already going to have to spend anyway waiting for your clothes. And then, like, you know, not only do you get to have alcohol, but, like, it eliminates, like, the awkwardness of, like, the laundromat situation where, like, everyone's there. It's almost like an elevator. Like, you're all there, but there's no – you didn't come there to talk to people. And, some, like, a lot of times people come there and definitely don't want to get talked to. But if it's a bar, totally different. Wow. That's fantastic. I just feel like uh, the similar I, – I, I guess the, the crux of what I'm trying to say is, like, more places should be bars. But <laughs> – yeah. I was just the pure simplicity of this one. I, I was I was marveled. The naming possibilities for a laundry laundry bar like <laughs> suds. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. But I really think too like if um if everyone had more space in their apartment and like just trading their washer and dryer for more space and had a laundromat slash bar within walking distance i think that would improve things just across the board anyway i got another uh am i an asshole here we're gonna pull up building and you know there's like public restrooms everywhere and you can either go for the you know the big ones that have like four or five stalls you know they're truly a public restroom 
or you can get lucky, you know, and find like one of those solo ones where you can close the door, lock the door, and you know, have it to yourself for for a little bit. And so they, they, there was both options at the place I was at, and I kind of got lucky and scoped this one out and found it, and I was like, all right, you know, I can go in there and take my time, be cool with it. But I fucking walking in, there's two people just standing right outside the door, <laughs> just having a conversation. I had a limited amount of time, so I was going into this thing. So I went in, I did my business, and I mean, it wasn't a great one. Like, it was a battle that day. Like, I had I had some fucking, like, Egyptian food the night, like, delivery Egyptian food the night before, and it was, didn't get much sleep, and it was a battle in there that day, and I didn't have, like, I don't carry Febreze, even though we have brought that idea up on this show before, but I don't carry Febreze with me or anything, so it's like, and I still hear these people talking, I heard these people talking the whole time, right outside the door, and I didn't know what to do, because, like, if I open this door, like, it's just gonna fucking hit them like a fucking <laughs> truck, like, they, they're they gonna know what I did in there, and I am going to feel shame, like, <laughs> that's not gonna be good but like i didn't know what to do i couldn't just sit in there i have i was like on a limited time schedule i just fucking opened up the door and just walked out with my head up and just i just fucking just didn't look back you gotta if you gotta get back to work they can't blame you for that i i seem to recall you had kind of this situation in reverse on an airplane <laughs> i did yes Obviously, in most airplanes, you can't choose your seat, so, like, that wasn't that one wasn't on you, but, like, if they're choosing to have a conversation right out there, like, you know what, like, it, they're, they're also, like, kind of reducing the privacy of it, too, because even if they can't hear anything, like, you know, you don't know that, like, you can, you still know they're right there, so, like, I honestly think they might deserve this one. That's definitely on them, and I will say, like, when I did leave, I tried to, like, pull the door closed as as closed as I could without, you know, actually, like, closing the door behind me. What you should have done is, like, when you came out, like, just had, like, close the door and then say to no one in particular something like, oh, man, something did die in there or whatever, and then walk <laughs> away. Like, it certainly wouldn't, like, diffuse anything, but it would just, uh, it, it would be just a, a moment you could always have. Just, like, walk out of the bathroom, turn around, like, stare at the door and just be like, I am your master. Yeah, and you know the people that, like, witness that, like, they're telling people on their own podcasts, which are far inferior to ours. Yes, Warner Ron is good. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. If you have an Am I an Asshole you'd like us to debate or just want to interact with the podcast, please visit our website at nitpickingnitwits.com or you can email me directly at mikestein7788 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.